Hello and welcome to the JR Show podcast. Listening. Um, hopefully, you enjoy my guitar playing here in the background. Not easy to talk and play the guitar at the same time, but uh, for the podcast, I want to show some of my skills. That's not me playing. Hey, a special one here today, as uh, he's been my friend for many, many years. I grew up listening to Toby Mac as a part of DC Talk when I was a teenager, and now to be, uh, you know, friends with Toby. And always enjoy talking to him because we get to go to some very special places. He trusts me. I trust him. So hopefully we can get some good stuff for you here. A lot of questions to get to. Um, let's just get right after it right here. Toby Mac, the godfather, my guest. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please put your little paws together, unless you're driving, for the godfather, Mr. Toby Mac. <laughs> Come on, man. What's going on, JR? How are you, godfather? <laughs> I'm good, man. I am. I, I don't like that title, but I'll... But, you know, I know you mean it as a compliment, so I'll rock with it. Uh, yes. No, it's good, man. It's nice to be seeing people again, socially distanced, of course, uh, masks up. But uh, it's just nice to be out um, doing shows again, hits deep, just hit the road. So it's it's pretty amazing, man. It's It's been a it's been a while, but I've got some songs written. I've been in, in the in the hole called the studio. Yeah. And your manager told me that uh, in the past year you've done two interviews and this would be your third. Are you rusty? <laughs> I would think that this is like literally when I saw you on the list, I'm glad, I said, oh, man, I'm glad it's JR. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I've done an interview in the past year. I think the only thing I did really honestly was I had she's right. This, this is my third one. So I did a Ryan Stevenson podcast and then I interviewed with one other person. And that's been pretty much it. So you're you're number three, which is my favorite number. So you, you oh. got the, you got the big one. Warms my heart. Let's um, let me. Speaking of concerts, I know you're you're not coming to see everybody in our area on the Hit Steep tour, which is a just stellar stellar lineup. Um, and I know people are dying to get out again and and see shows again. Um, let's go into just just tell the audience what it's been like at the shows. Um, in this new season of of doing shows, like what does it look like? kind of a deal just to set their minds at ease yeah well first of all it's very socially distanced i mean the floor looks like little pods uh on the floor of the arena and even the stands like on the right and left of me i was facing from the stage and at the end is little pods everywhere um and it's it's been so we're keeping it super safe we're asking people to wear masks all the time i know whether, whether you're on the right or that or the left or that doesn't matter to me we're asking you to do it right um and and honor you know we're honoring the city and the arena and whatever the law is and, and we have covid police backstage no we are not allowed to do any meet and greets we're not allowed to do any backstage uh visits um they're keeping our us kind of in a tour bubble so we're just doing everything we can but the main point is we're doing everything we can but we're getting out there right. and we're and we're doing music live music for people and it Man, it's been so sweet on stage. Like, it's a crowd. Like, we're able to sell like an average of twenty five hundred tickets a night on a maybe a fourteen or fifteen thousand seat arena to keep it safe. But it's what's unbelievable is it feels like a full arena. I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not just saying it. When I walk on stage, it you, you can feel how 
just how people wanted to, to do this again. Like, yeah. it's, it's been too long. We've been cooped up for too long, and it's it's beautiful. And, and we're and we're again keeping it very safe and and trying to do with all respect. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to ask you about the ups and downs of the low capacity show, but I'll just tell you, uh, you every time you come to town, people that I'm not like close with, but kind of acquaintance with, my phone blows up just because of our history. I get people going, hey, can you give me back? It's I'm like, so COVID has actually been a, sorry, they're not doing vaccine. And like all the pressure comes off. You got it. You got to easy out. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's it's a little weird for me. Like it's a little honestly. Like it, as much as you know, do having to be there early and do the meet and greet and I, I talk to people backstage. In some ways, like it, there's a there's a relief there. Um, but it's in an, I think I would rather have it without a doubt because I think. Sometimes when you walk on stage and you see a room full of people smiling and singing with you, it's amazing and it's so encouraging. But at the same time, you still want to, you know, like talk to people and see where they are and hear their stories. I really do. I really do miss it. And I know it's a small amount of the people that get to do that. But for us, it's it's like a it's sort of in a way refueling for what we do. Right. I've not had you on since See the Light uh, came out. Would you mind walking me up uh, See the Light? Yeah, I mean, uh, let me get back in that boat. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about songs. Um, See the Light, it's weird. It's taken on a different thing for me since the pandemic and stuff. Um, And now when, when I do it live it's from that perspective and, and also mixed in with the perspective of losing, losing true, you know, uh, not to get too heavy, but it suddenly took on new meanings to me and uh, trusting the fact that maybe God uh, doesn't always take away the thing that is hard for you or the pain that you feel, but what he promises is that he'll be with you in it. To me, that's what see you. We will make it through, not because we can do it on our own, but because God promised He'd never leave us or forsake us, and He's He's there with us until we do see the light. Um, Toby, I you know have done thirty, forty, fifty interviews with you in the span of twenty years, so it always makes me work hard to take you somewhere that's either engaging or um, entertaining, something like that. But I'm 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 gonna try. I'm not a very emotional person. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make sure I don't get emotional in this one because this this question means a lot to me. Um, people hear that we have a history together, and people are always asking me, "What is that guy like?" You know, I t- I talk about you know I grew up with a DC talk poster on my wall as a kid, and then to actually be friends with Toby and to come do things at your house when I was living there. Um, but you have gone, and so this is the setup for my answer to people. The past five years, I know, have been very, very hard for you with personal losses. I think even, you know, your dad started it, and then your son having medical issues, and then true. Um, but yet, when I see you, this is me talking, not the radio guy. When I see you in front of people proclaiming the Word of God, having known what you've gone through in your personal life over the span of five years, I kind of whisper to myself, be like that guy. Whatever comes your way, even if it hurts like the Dickens, you you have a job to do on this planet, otherwise you're wasting time. And everywhere I see you, whether it's online or on a stage, 
you're proclaiming God's word. And and I make these little notes to myself, be like that guy. So when people say, hey, what's the guy like? Is he some kind of rock? I'm like, he is, he is about the mission that God has given him to spread mm. the message of salvation. And and that's what I what I tell them. But um, how has that been going through? And I know a lot of listeners will relate with this, going through tragedy in their life to be able to still walk up to that stage and say what you know to be right. Yeah, well, I think what's most important is not walking on that stage and saying what I know is right, but actually living in a day-to-day, you know, I, I've always tried to be a man in my own community, uh, not in, in the backstage area. I've always been more important to me than the stage. The stage, to me, should be an overflow of what you're living, not saying you're living that, but not living that way backstage. The, the stage shouldn't be the focus. And my wife helps me, and I say that almost with a smile on my face, she makes sure, absolute positive sure, that I am not that guy on stage. I mean, that is, meaning I, I am, but what I mean is that's an overflow of a, of a real life that's trying to pursue God. And the last year and a half, uh, it's just been, man, it's been a deep, dark valley, a valley so dark and deep that I, I had no choice but to grab on uh, to the cloak of God and just hold on for all I'm worth. I mean, it's it's like, it, it, it's made me just realize that I, you know, I kind of thought before I had a choice of whether or not to believe. Now I feel like I have no choice. I have to believe. It's it's the only thing that is getting me by. It's 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 God's faithfulness and his kind heartedness is is the way he loves me is 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 keeps me getting up in the morning and and I'm so grateful that he that he is in my darkest valley with me. Uh and I'm and I'm and I'm starting to you know for the first year all I wrote was just heavy songs, but I'm starting to see glimmers of spring. You know what I mean? I'm, and I'm so grateful. That's awesome. All right, two quickies. Um, let's go lockdown taught me this, and I'll never be the same again, Toby. Um, like that kind of window, uh, March, where everybody was locked down. What did you learn in that in that little window that changed you forever? Uh, you know, one thing I learned was for my entire life, I've never been home as long as I've been on the road. You know what I mean? Uh, and for those that don't know, the way we tour is we're out four days and we're home three days. It's not like we got people think you're on tour. You're gone for eight months, but we, the way we do it is we're gone for four days and we're home for three days. But even that, um, you know what I learned? It's, it's a, it's a little bit on the lighter side than the question you asked, but man, I learned that I love my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I really did. Like I, I knew I did, but like uh, I have a newfound respect for the way she runs this home, with me being gone so much, and I and I've loved plugging into it, and I've loved uh, seeing seeing my kids every night and and putting them to bed. Not that I'm not that they're small, but I still put them to bed. Right. Uh, I walk up and say, "You how you knuckleheads get in bed?" You know what I mean? Like. Um, <laughs> That, but you know, but but to, I think my wife and I had to find a rhythm of um, 
me being home all the time. And I know everybody had to do that. But I can say that, you know, digging in and doing that can be so beautiful and healthy and finding a harmony uh, together. That's that's amazing. Like it's so I, I can say that, man, she's amazing. And I have a newfound respect and I absolutely positively love her. That's awesome. We'll end on this a little lighthearted. Other, I'm taking golf off the table, Toby, because I know you'll go there. <laughs> At your, you know, I'm 43, and my kids are don't need me as much. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I outside of work? Is there anything for me that I actually enjoy? And for me, I love English soccer. And so for me, sitting down in front of that TV, hearing the crowd, even though if it's a fake crowd. Like, that is my happy place that I go to. I don't watch any television, only English soccer. Um, and so for you at your age right now, outside of golf, what is the one new thing that you've gotten into that you, you keep finding relaxation in? Ooh, that's a good question, man. Uh, I got my motorcycle running again. Oh, wow. Um, I, it was a little too cold by the time we got it up and going. Uh, but Nate Lampa helped me out a bunch and I got my motorcycle running again and I, I, it's a street bike. It's like a little cruiser, uh, not a, not a big old bike, but a little cruiser, like a, like a Bonneville triumph kind of vibe, but it's a Kawasaki, but I love it, man. It's, um, so, so I'm looking forward to getting on it as it warms up here. I know you guys down in the Southern (laughs) part of the States are fine to ride right now. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. And, uh, do you personalize your helmet? I have not. (laughs) Nate is the coolest person in the world. You guys don't know him, but he's one of the behind the scene guys with me all the time. And, uh, he, he gave me the coolest, like sparkle burnt orange helmet you could ever, it's just so vintage. Perfect. Um, but I, I look forward to doing that a little bit. But you know, I can't. I, you can't take golf off the table, man. <laughs> it was too easy. <laughs> yeah. What? I, but what? I, you know what? It's a little bit different. What I've kind of fallen for, and I still play a lot of basketball. We still play at night. I, 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 I actually did a show for a school here, and this is interesting. I said to the school, I said, "Look, in Nashville, I said, they're like, well, okay, will you do a fundraiser for us? I'm like, sure. And like, do we have to pay anything? I said, you don't have to pay me anything. I said, the only thing I need is a key to the gym. <laughs> That's great. So I negotiated a key to the gym. So we play late at night. I get about normally 10 artists or musicians, and we meet at the gym at like 10 at night because we're so used to staying up late, play from 10 to midnight, go home, and get with the families. Well, we go after they're in bed, so it's cool. Yeah. I'm giving you three answers. That's but great. I've fallen in love with golf in a different way. Yeah. Rather than running for the golf course and jumping in a cart and and, and driving 18 as fast as you can. I have a few guys that I just uh, walk with. Okay. We walk. Normally I go to the studio from like, you know, 10 to 3.30. Then I head to the golf course and walk nine. And it's it's become like as much therapeutic. Just this walk. You know, you're walking with a bag on your shoulder and it's like hitting some shots. But it's, I don't know, it's just a, it's a, it's an unbelievable time. You feel like you're in a special place. That's awesome. Do you ever have to say to Nate Lampa, Boy, your dreadlocks get into spokes now. <laughs> his dreadlocks go down to his, as my wife would say, his bottom. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's awesome. Hey, um, next time you golf with Nate Bargatze, could you please tell him? We've got a lot of listeners down here who would love to hear from him. 
Uh, if he ever wants to jump on the radio, I'm like a huge Nate Bargatze fan, and I know you two bonded over golf. Yeah, I, <laughs> Nate. Nate is a wild man when it comes to golf. I mean, he if I'm there three days a week, he's there seven without a doubt. Um, but yeah. he's a great guy. He's cool. I'll, I will tell him that. I'll tell him he, he'll probably do it because he's he he works hard, man. He's a hardworking comedian. Oh, if you just want to pass him my cell phone, I'll I'll make him look good and and. You know, get him some followers, some more. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> well, cool. Hey, um, glad to see you out again. We're looking forward to having you in town, and um, I always appreciate the time, my friend. All right, thanks, Jr. Man, I always enjoy talking to you. Yeah. I hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, always appreciate Toby. Uh, when I hear him on other radio stations, sometimes it's like, okay. That was a good answer. With Toby, anytime he's on with me, I know that he probably isn't sharing all of that with every station. And uh, I think that's a trust thing. And so I appreciate when he goes to certain places with me uh, on certain topics. Always know I'm going to get the real answer, uh, his real heart. And absolutely love the guy. Um, I just want to let you know, anytime we've got a new episode up, uh, if you hit subscribe, you'll be alerted when there's new content. I know I've got uh, Lauren Daigle, Chris Tomlin coming in the weeks to come. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, and don't forget, hit that subscribe button to be alerted when new content goes up. And we appreciate it when you share this podcast. Spread the word, you know? We love it when you share it. Also, tag us. That's how, uh, that's how this thing grows. So thank you so much. All right, that'll do. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.